Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live. We're live. Dude, Dude I'm, re- I'm. You're really bad at. I'll your... be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I cannot talk. Apparently, I'm losing my fucking mind. It's you know what you do great until we hit the record button, and then you're just like, oh, I no. just you, you, you get Brent Brent mouth. I shit the real bed bad. every single day. You can't say anything. It's just glorious. It's, it's tradition, though. I know. What would it be if I popped off one that was perfect? You'd all just stare at me like I had my dick out. Yeah, we would. And then there'd be this long period of silence. It would suck. Everyone so would cry. Just keep on keeping on. Anyway, we're live. We're rocking it out in the time for another basement. Having another time for another podcast. We got a with time. my time for another friends. We got a time for another dog below. Got time us for today. another dog. I would push the button, but we didn't do it right. Yeah, I suck. What the dog doing? What that dog doing? So, anywho. We got me, Jay, the glorious host. We got our president of the podcast. Always president. Thank you for electing me. You're welcome. Our minister of culture, Dan the Man. Yes, sir. And me, the vice president and your glorious leader. We were again supposed to have another special guest and god damn it. Screw the bet on a special guest. Tell you what, man. We just can't seem to get anybody who wants to come (laughs) hang out out with us. Jesus. Is that something we said? It must be. Probably. Zach gave up on us completely. I know. (laughs) Although, I I will give it to Zach. This is the longest hobby he ever had. It's a true story. And he really really hung in there. I don't know what he's doing now for a hobby besides making his t-shirts. But I, I, I don't know why he would switch this for that because it seems like, honestly, since he abandoned the podcast, we've seen him more over here just randomly than ever. He's probably at home watching porn. Tugging his little pecker. Dude, he said he was out of town, but I'm like, dude, I, could, I don't think you are. I think you're probably at home again. You want to test us? Just being a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't crying. know, man. Like, I called him on Saturday to ask him about my AC. I was just asking him questions. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you know, I need to come over and I'll bring that tractor and clean up your backyard Tear your a bit. internet in half. And I went, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yes, he did wipe out my internet line, which not his fault. I didn't think it was going to be buried less than fucking two inches down. Dude, that thing was not hardly buried. No, like I'm pretty sure you would have hit that thing with a lawnmower if you weren't careful. Oh, yeah. You would have hit it with a shovel. Yeah. And yeah. so when that's thing... by laying it on the ground, not even stabbing it in the ground, which. But it was like I said before. Nobody, Zach's this weird, bizarre individual because he goes, just a minute, I can fix that. We're all like, what are you talking about, Zach? Gathers up the Hamburglar, jumps in the Brentmobile, and off they go. Comes back 20 minutes later. And somehow, Zach had the parts to fix the internet. Dude, he had all the connectors, and I remember why he has them all, too, is because he was a cable guy for a while. Of course he was. (laughs) But (laughs) Why wouldn't he he be? I bet if your 1936 Ford blew a gasket, he'd have the parts. Oh, yeah. And know how to fix it. And he'd have a water pump for it, too, for some reason. (laughs) That's right. No one knows why. Why do you have a water pump? (laughs) Well, I got this in a trade for three tie rods and a banana clip. (laughs) <laughs> it was weird what the, the only dude in the world who i would love to see i want to see him do the trade-up challenge i would love to see him start with like a paper clip and see where he ends up because that dude has got more talent in trading than anybody i know or have ever met or seen on the internet it's incredible zach's like no shit man he is a unique specimen of a human being like he just he gets it he really does it's amazing and I mean, hell, he's the one who got us all into doing this podcast thing where we all break the mundane of the week and oh, yeah. get and here together we said, and shoot because the of shit. Zach. Oh, yeah. 119 episodes later, Just boys. a couple years later, hanging out with the boys. But, yeah. But but funny story about my uh, cable guy interaction, which was really fun to have a special service call on a Sunday. Dude shows up 9 o'clock, goes outside, looks, sees, oh, so it's fixed? And I said, no, man, those are some garbage parts. You need to put some real good parts <laughs> on it. Like, I won't even make you bury it, bro. Just put the good parts on it. And he goes, oh, okay, well, I also noticed that your modem's pretty old. And I go, it's been in this house since I moved in. He goes, well, I got a new modem for you. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm waiting to see the bill on that one because I'm curious if I'm going to have to pay for it or not. Because if not, <laughs> if I do, I'm going to call him and go, bring my old one back because I didn't ask for this. <laughs> but... Being how I got a new modem, of course, the modem sits next to sits in the podcast studio. Oh, yeah, that big yes, old, it does. That old meaty bastard. Well, Fancy. Funny, I'm, I'm impressed. Funny story. This man was Asian. 
Oh, yeah? And he comes walking down here and looks over and he goes, oh, this is a pretty cool setup. And then looks right at the flag and goes, Kim Jong-un, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I go, yep. And she just looked at him and been like, riv raff rub, buddy. Dude. <laughs> he goes, pretty funny flag i was like do you want it you can have it i'll sign it and make everybody from the podcast i mean he's he's sitting there smoking a cigarette being a fat douchebag with a submarine behind him for some reason allegedly a submarine because knowing north korea it's probably just a bunch of fucking pipe cleaners and toilet paper rolls that they've disguised to look like a he's submarine. standing in front of a green screen we know this because he's but, apparently floating on the ocean he, he looks as happy as a dog with two dicks though i it's... mean look at him well, why, why wouldn't he like he for he's literally supreme leader he can do whatever he wants true. I'm also if what... i was him i i would probably be just like him i'll be real honest i'd just be walking yeah. down the street being like you're hot take your pants off and get in the limo yep like i would be the I'm, worst I'm human being you've also, ever met what is he what else is he holding he's got a cigarette He's got something else in his arm. It looks like a gun. It really does. Or some sort of detonator. <laughs> <laughs> I got the cords for the nuclear weapons. <laughs> he ain't got nuclear weapons, you oh, idiot. Oh, I see what it is. We got that flag too early. We need to get the one after he blew that sub up. You are fake news. We are just testing. <laughs> it's no big deal. Just Kim Jong. He good guy. <laughs> Number one Supreme Ruler. He rubbed you long time. That's right. All right, Hans Briggs. <laughs> We also got rid of the sad, dirty chair from the garage this weekend. I was kind of sad when I saw that. It made me sad, too. There was nothing wrong with that chair. It was a good sit. It was a good sit. It was gross as shit, but... Hey, some of the best things in life are gross. Yeah, I mean, it it, it had just gross marks all over it. Not from anything, not bodily fluids. Well... From well, people. <laughs> from people, at least. <laughs> animal fluids. Animal fluids. So it was kind of gross. God, I think animal fluids is probably one of the grossest sentences yeah, I've ever that's, said. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a self-contained nightmare right there. Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm, I'm sad it's gone. It, it made its way all the way to the dump. What are you taking your pants off for? <laughs> my belt's cutting into my gut. Ah, that'll, that'll happen. It's got to pop that thing open so I can rest my arm underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Let it breathe, baby. Let it breathe. Speaking of, did you see the Rand Man got a hard copy of his book? No. He Paper, did. Paperback. It's a hard copy. Still hard copy. <laughs> Jackass. Paperback. <laughs> Paperback. But I wish him the best. I hope it's... The novel of the century. I want to read it, but I don't want to pay to read it. I don't want to read it just because I don't like reading. I probably wouldn't read it. I think reading's overrated. I'm pretty sure we all described exactly what his book was. It's like, Bright. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote Bright and changed the name. <laughs> Lazy shit. But, I mean, good for him. As long as he's happy, man. That's, that's a lot of ambition to crank out that many words. I'm also kind of bummed really out. Is. Like, you know... Randy, you were fun to have around, but <laughs> I'm kind of sad that you just bowed out the way you did. You were just like, nope, bucket, not doing it no more. I know. Well, you could've, know. Could have at least come back and said bye. Nope. <laughs> He's just like Jesus, the thief in the night, gone. <laughs> Uh, he didn't even tell us to get fucked. Is that what that song's about? The Joker and the Thief of the Night? Is about Jesus? I've never heard that song. Really? Yeah. I think it's from Wolf Mother. Yeah, I've definitely not heard that oh, song. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even heard of Wolf Mother. Let me tell you all a story about Joker and the Thief of the Night. Oh, okay. I yeah, that. that one. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what they said, though. Yeah. Well, the name of the... Yeah, that's what they say. Well, you learn something new every day, boys. No, every no, day. No, At least every that. podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the best way to go. Speaking of learning something new, I have a word for us. You notice how slick something completely different. You know how slick that uh, that that segue was. It just jammed my foot right in the door. I'm proud of you. So, the, this word is is indirectly uh, uh, my my one of my sane brothers-in-law is is indirectly responsible for this word, and the word is bloviate. B l o v i a t e. This is, and that the is the origin bloviate. I don't think it has anything to do with blowjobs either, just in case you're going to wonder. So, <laughs> anyway, stuff, right? bloviate means, 
It makes the dis discourse at length in a pompous or boastful manner. Would you? I'm sure you can guess who that word was directed at. It's also, uh, the secondary is uh, to speak pompously, used especially uh, for politicians and news commentators. Mm -hmm. Word for the week. Chucking that out there for some of our favorite people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not saying any names, but... A little fat fuck. <laughs> we need to, like... That was much, the, it was much meaner than what it was, what it was actually said. The tuba, the... Fat two thing. <laughs> so I just I had to chuckle when Teresa was saying that he's what five seven and two forty and I was like what now? Well, that was the thing is that's is, big. He offered that up. That's the weirdest <laughs> shit. Is she just called him short? What <laughs> what size waist do you think that would be? Oh, dude, no, that's bigger than thirty eight. Fifty four. No, that's at least a forty two. No, it's got to be at least more a than a forty-two. Let me assure you, because I'm six-two and two-sixty, so you know. See, that's the thing. I'm six foot. And I'm two-eighty. Well, I used to be six-two. I like, shrunk. That's that's the crazy thing. Like, I'm forty pounds more, but I'm almost a full person taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he makes up for it by being special. Oh yeah, make up with it with gumption. He uses big words because big words make you smart, right? Well, that's what I heard. <laughs> what a jackass I heard that the bird is the word ah, bad, 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 bad Don't bird even get him word. fucking going, man <laughs> Back off <laughs> Come on, Daniel, you know better than this <laughs> Get your shit together, boys I was gonna say, man That's well, a big ask Wow Yeah, what was the word last week? We need to get a whiteboard so we can write this shit down I, I don't recall So I can remember how to use them Hmm no. Grunt? No. no. Scurvy? No, that's a good word, but no. Scrumpet? Uh, no. I erased Pompadour. The swashbuckle? No, no, no. Uh, Bumfuzzled. 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 Winner, winner, winner. It was a pirate word. I knew it. <laughs> I could tell. Actually, it was a 19th century word, apparently. Well, are you guys ready for a little bit of... Glorious news. Jay, tell us what's in the news. An Arkansas woman has been indicted after selling stolen body parts for $11,000. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. This 36-year-old bitch named Candace Chapman Scott is accused of selling 20 boxes of body parts to a Pennsylvania man. So apparently she had access to medical cadavers mm -hmm. and was chunking pieces off and selling them to this dude. Well, you know... Was it fillets? I don't Was know. Was it ribs? She met him on social media somehow. <sighs> and uh, she's a former mor mortuary worker. <sighs> and she sold 20 boxes of body parts to the man that she met on a Facebook group about oddities, according to the April 5th indictment unsealed Friday in federal court in Little Rock. Uh, what can't social media do nowadays? You can sell hey, anything on there. Send us a foot. Send us an email. Might as well. Send us a foot. Send us an email. I Either way, we're happy. Time for another podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Please. I actually had this conversation with the hamburger last night where I was like, you know, she said something about trying to sell feet pictures because somebody, she saw some video where they made like $350,000. And she goes, how would you feel about me selling feet pictures to someone? I said, for three hundred fifty grand a year, I'm in. Hell, I'll rub butter on her feet for that. And I was like, what kind of weird shit do you think they'd like ask you to do with those like pictures of? Like, would it be like stepping on like a grape? We've we've talked about this before. That mm. is the oddest fetish. It's a really weird one, right? Like, and hey, if, if it if it makes you bro the blow the un, most unholy loads you've ever had in your life, like you have fun and you paint the walls. But it's not even a video, it's but just it's a such picture. it's such an odd thing. Yeah. I, and maybe maybe I'm just narrow-minded asshole, well, but it's just it's one of those deals where, damn, dude, really, dude, right? Feet? Well, I, I was thinking about offering to sell my dirty underwear. You know, if they just send us an email at time for another podcast at gmail dot com. That's time for another podcast, but spelled out for. It's probably where we're still confusing people. I know this poor <laughs> bastard is getting all of our emails. <laughs> What's happening? But for real, I was all about it. I was like, dude, if you can make that kind of money selling pictures of your feet or even doing a video of your foot, 
I'm into it. You want they want to see you step on a fucking crunchberry as you're walking through the kitchen? I'm into yeah. it. I'll even help you film it. I'll eat the crunchberries off your foot. I was like, but also <laughs> we are not on your weird OnlyFans site where you're doing this. You don't have a boyfriend because all these dudes are desperate as shit and they're only gonna send it to you if you're single. So I'm just a roommate. So and I asked what the deal breaker would be, and she goes, I'm not really sure what the deal breaker would be for that kind of thing. And I said, It'd probably be when they ask the roommate to take a shit and have you step in it. <laughs> <laughs> She well, said, yep, deal breaker. I'm done. I want you to step on a kitten. She'd yeah. probably find, would you think Randy would be one of her customers on that thing? Probably. Ooh. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if that's Randy's thing. I'm not sure if he's a foot guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Zach. Oh, God, I hope he can't see it. <laughs> Get his face right up in that foot. Look at that foot. Look at oh, that yeah. little piggy. That's some good foot. <laughs> Yum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, James Brown had that thing, you know, get off on the good foot. <laughs> what, avoid the club? <laughs> oh, yeah, whole new meaning now. Gross. Yeah, well, That's never sticky. mind. It's a cultural reference from years and years and years sticky. ago. Never mind. Sorry, sorry. Sticky, icky, yuck. So, in other news, Jeez. if you want to get naked in Philadelphia and ride a bike, you're going to have to wait until at least August. What? You know, as a larger man... Riding a bike fully clothed is a nightmare. I can only imagine what the unholy nightmare of my squishy flesh mushing together and grinding against itself on a bicycle in August in Philadelphia in the city with thousands of people watching my fat naked ass ride a bike. But It'd just be chafing galore. I could probably light a match off the heat generated from between my thighs. It's true. What are you doing? Starting campfires? Come on, man. Knock it off. Like... Why is they have to wait till August? Like, is there like a ban in the city where you can't? Why get do they have to do it? Well, <laughs> That's what oh, I don't understand. You know what? There was that show, Always Mooning in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, never mind. Sorry. It's just such an odd damn thing to do. Who wants to ride a bike naked? I just no. just dicks and buttholes and I, yeah. vaginas grasping onto bicycle seats. And God, can you imagine how stinky old lady those boobies are? flapping in the wind like a wacky inflatable arm man? <laughs> Fucking sucked behind their backs. <laughs> then, then you could sell sniffs for the bicycles. Bicycle yeah. Like, yeah. Had a buck a <laughs> You know the guy yeah. that's bought all Abby's foot pics is standing there at the bicycle thing, be like, "Hey, yes. you want me to clean your back yes. for you? Yes. I'll yes. clean that back for you real good with my tongue." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, what do you do with my bike? Oh my god, wrong person. Wrong bike, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. oh I, well, I, this went downhill fast. I, but I'm still, I'm just like at that weird point where I'm like, why is it they have to wait till August? Are people doing it now? And there's like enforcement officers going, hey, <laughs> sir, cover that up. Yeah, it's only July 30th. Stop it. Haven't you learned yet? <laughs> August 1, that's your day. <laughs> Get out here free balling, bud. <laughs> Not July, not September. You just see everybody in their bike suits just well, standing out there, rip them off. That's on the August thing. 1st. This used to be held in September, but it was too chilly. Wait, what? So apparently the nips were too popping and the cocks were too busy Wait, sucking up inside so themselves. Is, is this a race? No, it's just a friendly <laughs> stroll past the Liberty Bell with your Liberty Bell hanging out. Uh, our founding fathers must be so happy. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I, I hear the Liberty Bell tastes like pennies. <laughs> and buttholes if you get it on the, the right day. But I, all I can imagine is thousands of sweaty naked people riding by. There's going to be a smell. Can you imagine a little family from Minnesota going to Philadelphia for their family vacation? Mom, what was that? You just see a naked dude <laughs> roll by on a bike. What, what the f- When you can go to California and see that any day of the week like it's supposed to be. I mean, who wants to go see some buttholes? Let's go to San Francisco, because you're guaranteed to see a oh, dude yeah. taking a shit on the street. You can see somebody just opening up and depositing what they ate last week on the floor. I say last week because they're all freaking heroin addicts, and they don't poop that often. Dude, I heard that there is this new, like, completely off topic of everything. But there's this new, apparently, law that they're trying to pass in Oregon, where you basically have no rights as a property owner anymore. And Neat. if a homeless person comes rolling in there... You cannot call the police on them for being, if they pitch a tent in your front yard. Shit, I was watching, uh, oh, I can't remember what her page is called, but it's a lady that films shit that's going on in Portland. And she's relatively conservative. Like, she's not 
a super far lefty, but she's then again she's not a cons- she's not what, what what we are. She wouldn't identify with us at all. But because we're men. she had video of this dude that had posted up underneath this high rise like three or four story apartment building, and he would just lived right there next to the foundation because it kind of had a, a weird little lip on it where it had a little bit of shelter. So he burrowed up in there, and, and that's where he was living. They had pictures and videos of him just taking big old shits all over the place on, you know, the ground right next to where he's sleeping. And apparently, he was just staring in this woman's window, just tugging his putt as hard as he could. (laughs) Wow. And this lady was a rape survivor. Oh, nice. So she's calling the cops like, hey, yo, help. Like, this is fucked up. And they're just like, well, you know, sometimes that stuff happens. Keep Portland weird. Like, I don't think you understand the ramifications of this. I was going to say, you know, the mantra of keep Portland weird was not meant for today. No. no. It was, that was a thing from like, when did, when, when did that saying, they should change it from keep Portland weird to ain't Portland bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Keep Portland insane. (laughs) It's just turned into a shit show. Literally. Haven't we gone a little too far with this, uh, keep Portland weird thing. And so, you know, I can just picture, you know, this woman gets a, you know, one of those rolls of crescent rolls where you pop the thing and whack some homeless guy over the head. She goes to jail and he laughs. Oh, yeah. He's got, he has more rights than she does. That's you the know, best part. You know what else is crazy is I heard that Portland is so inundated with homeless people. Or it's either Portland or it's somewhere in California, which obviously. But apparently they're so inundated with homeless people that they legitimately will walk up to him and go, where do you want to go? We'll buy you a ticket there. And I saw go, a video. Oh, I want to go to Texas. They're like, okay. I saw a video a where they there was a guy in Bozeman, Montana, that was just like, hey, you want to go to Portland? And he, he's like, yeah. So the city of Bozeman bought him a bus ticket, shipped his ass to nice. Portland. Nice. Like, that's pretty awesome. I, I'm surprised they didn't kick his ass before they sent him. Well, they had a, a this video. The same lady posted the video of like this just open air drug market. Just people buying and selling hardcore narcotics next to this in, abandoned building that they forced people out of. In, in Bozeman? No, Portland. Oh, Portland. Okay. Sorry. I feel better now. God. No, they had that. And then they also had, they parked a, like an old shitty camper. Just somebody abandoned it on the street. And the next morning, the homeless people had absolutely torn it to smithereens and it was all gone. There's just piles of shit everywhere and everything that was like usable they hauled the fuck off. I was going to say, did they not realize that that was kind of probably a good shelter for them? Well, I don't know. They're drugs. And and she posts videos of the zombies that just stroll around oh, Portland all the time. Yeah. Some of those videos are actually very terrifying. And you just go, bro, like, I get we have a drug problem, but, like, you at some point got to realize that they chose to do that drug that made them oh, yeah. so fucking retarded. And, and your lizard brain, when your lizard brain completely takes over and you're just running on don't lay down and die pure opiates like it's it's something else well you know what it's uh, it sucks it's it's sad that those people are all thwacked out of their fucking heads but what's even sadder is the state of Oregon is like do you need some more do you need do you need a a tent how do you feel about hypodermic needles you need one you need some clean ones we got a bunch well you know I've I've long advocated for the legalization of drugs however unlike Oregon you can have all the drugs you want, but if you're stealing, you get shit hammered. Oh yeah. Uh, I would. I would have. I wouldn't be above having uh, road gangs. You know, chain gangs. I bet because the penalty for that should be harsh. So do whatever you want, but don't fuck it up because then it's, it's your ass. Oh yeah. It's just. I mean, I'm not against any. Like, I think they personally, in my opinion, I think the state of Idaho, even though I don't smoke marijuana. I think it should be legal here because look at the money we're just yeeting at the state of Oregon. Oh yeah, from that just they're this taking area across the mountains to the coast and giving to that shithole Portland. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, we're just basically funneling money into another state completely. Mm-hmm. And what, what's really funny is to see all these people that are saying we need to make the Idaho greater state. You know, the stater or what is it, the greater the greater state yeah. of Idaho territory. And I'm like, you idiots all realize that you want to do this, but then you can't buy weed anymore because it's going to be considered Idaho law. Well, the thing is, though, that the the super majority of people that want that to happen aren't the people buying weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just all little dirtbag kids that are buying all the weed. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, shut yeah. up. And, you know, I agree. Like, I, I got no issue with it. You want to smoke weed? Smoke weed. You're going to smoke it anyway. I mean, if anything, it's going to make it's going to 
put more money into the bigger city in the state anyway. And what's the biggest city in the state? Idaho. What they what they should have done though with with Oregon is they should have left the money. It, sh- it should have gone the other way around. Three or four percent should go back to the motherland, and the vast majority of that tax money should stay in the city. Can you imagine how awesome Ontario would be if they had that money? Oh, it wouldn't look like a fucking railroad depot at yeah. all times. Ontario's a shithole. It is the scariest little town. And it's not even, like, scary. It's just, like, you pull in there and you're like, where the... Why are these buildings train cars? Oh, yeah. Why are they all crying? Why is why is everyone crying? Also, did we just drive under a, a railroad track? Shoot, they, what uh, happened? They cut back the money they were given to animal control for the city of Ontario. Oh, Jesus. There are fucking cats and dogs running around that place like it's really? fucking Mexico. Really? Probably shitting on the street and everything, They're huh? Using everywhere. drugs. Yeah, oh, God. It's insane. Bunch of opiate-addicted dogs. God damn them. <laughs> They're all losing their hair like my cat is. Is he losing uh, his hair dude, again? Dude, he's ripping it out again like an asshole. That guy's got problems, man. Dude, Dave's got issues, man, but you know what? When you got issues... Oh. Yeah. In other news, <laughs> Vice President Poopy Pants <laughs> is sending 1,500 National Guardmen... And women to the border. Run for the border. Guard persons. Guard individuals. It's it's guard thems. Guard them. No, guard days. Guard days. Guard days. So the guard days are going to go down to the southern border <laughs> and help with the not border crisis because Title Forty Two is about to expire. So what is Title Forty Two? That's the COVID rules, isn't it? Yeah, it's something detaining. Ew. Basically, you can't just run through the border like an animal. Even though everybody's been just running through the border like an animal and something like 90% of them just get away into the interior and nobody knows where they go. Oh, wait, you mean like the guy who just shot all of his neighbors in Texas and they found out, oh, wait, he's been deported four times in the last three years. Bummer. Apparently they found him. I I saw that they found him. But I, I, I don't understand why... Oh, your numbers are taking a huge digger, so now's the time to step up and do the thing that you should have done months and months ago when you were advocating for everybody to run towards the border if you got elected. Then you turn around and look at everybody and say, I didn't say that. Like, bro, we're smart enough to remember. It was only two years ago you were telling everybody to run their asses up here. Well, it's the same shit of them saying, we never said that. That you had to get the vaccine. Oh, we yeah. never said that you couldn't go into a grocery store unless you had proof of yeah. getting a shot. Except for we did. Oh, yeah. My God, we're kind of yeah. dumb. Yeah, oh, but we're really sorry, so please forgive us. And No, no well, forgiveness, it no is, amnesty. It's election never. time again, so, you know, yeah. it's so silly. Oh, yeah. It's the silliest time of year. Very silly. Bunch of dumbasses. I just... You got just, another one? No, I have an I have Ooh. a news story, but it's Far actually it's actually uh, oh, damn it. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's actually a two year old story from Forbes magazine, Ooh. which is not your hotbed of either liberal left or radical right. Uh, you know, no, it's but this kind is of how a, you can tell that this guy's rich is he's reading a Forbes magazine. No, Forbes, Forbes, Forbes. Forbes. And Forbes. and I uh, I was pointed to this. Oh, now my internet's gonna go. Not. But anyway, Uh-oh. the bottom line is, two years ago, and this was under Trump's watch, by the by, there were 186,000 U.S. Marines. And I'm sure there's less now because they forced them to get injections and they either said, screw it or dropped over dead. But at that time, there were more depart- non-Department of Defense employees with firearms, 200,000 plus, than there were U.S. Marines at 186,000. And that was before this new, this new shitstorm of, of IRS employees with 86 or uh, 83,000 that are armed. And what is that for, I wonder? That's, uh, so I would, uh, you can look that up, it's on Forbes. And um, I would take heed to that and plan accordingly. Really? Okay. Yeah. Did did you guys also hear about how Putin tried to almost got assassinated (laughs) yesterday? (laughs) I like I like how drone. (laughs) I like how the Kremlin had the balls to get on the on on the news cycle (laughs) and say, 
We de- This is an act of war. You're bombing their country, you assholes. <laughs> yeah. Ukraine did it. They did it. I, I just think it's funny as shit. Like, but you're 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 trying to take over their country. I don't know why you think <laughs> it's so bad. Our bombs are just full of vodka. <laughs> it just it just cracked me up. Like, you jackasses. And then I they're just, like, oh, well, we're, we're going to have to use uh, nuclear options if this is how this is going to be. Like, It's their move. I'm pretty sure that they hired one dude. He's some, like, black black book kind of guy sitting off to the side that you just threw a bunch of weird ruples at. And was like, hey, man, fly this drone up and slam it into this building. Okay. You got the dude. How drunk, <laughs> how drunk do I get to get? How many bottles you give me? You get three. But also, we give you one, two stars, so you get drunk. <laughs> and then we give you three when you're done. I just thought it was comical. Like, like dude, you jackasses. The, the wildest shit. And it's that's exactly what it's for. It's They want him, it's for him to go, now we can use nuclear shit because they're trying to kill me. Oh, yeah. So, fuck but, everybody. But but actually, that's kind of the right out of the U.S. playbook. You know, you, oh, yeah. You do a bunch of stuff to a country, and then when they do something back, you're all righteously indignant and... How, How would dare they dare do this? <laughs> so, you mean to tell me that 9-11 was an inside job? <laughs> I did not say that. However. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're going to have to label this episode as fake news. <laughs> it's not true. So, you know, you guys know I like to feed the squirrels, you know, because I enjoy seeing them and, you know... Things go sideways. You might Wait, be is, hungry someday. It's uh, like emotional <laughs> damage. Sorry, my brain's working in a weird way today. Are we talking like real squirrels, or are we talking like you're just like feeding the squirrels on like Chuck social monks. media? No, you know, and I, I always try to get them the uh, unroasted peanuts so they can plant them all over and cause all sorts of hell. You're the dickhead. Yeah, I'm I've been the finding dickhead. fucking peanuts everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's me. But um, anyway, I enjoy the squirrels, and it's a source of entertainment. Peanuts. So, so here I am going to D&B this week, you know, to get some, some peanuts for the squirrels. And just... Oh, no. <laughs> and just minding my own business. <laughs> and, and I know... <laughs> and, <laughs> Go on, Dan. And no sooner do I get in the door, but I hear this screech, and I don't think much about it. <laughs> and this guy comes in, comes running in, looking all frantic and stuff. And, and you know, he says, oh, my God, I was trying to catch you all the way up Overland. And <laughs> All right. All right. This is serious. And, uh, and, so, and so I look, and it, it was the mustache guy. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but, but this time... His mustache wasn't all waxed and nice looking. This poor guy looked like he hadn't slept for like three days. A bit disheveled, huh? Uh, and, and, you know, he was unshaven and just looked like hell. And so he says, you, you got to help me. You got to help me. And I said, wait, 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 wait. Hold on now. Hold on. You know, I know we don't have the audience that Rogan has, but, you know, we aren't going to be doing your shit for free. Come on now. <laughs> so... So, but, but then he looked so desperate, and I thought he was going to break into tears, you know. Poor guy. So, you know, being the soft-hearted soul that I am, I said, okay, what do you got? So he hands me this piece of paper. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and he said, can you please? And, and at first I thought, you know, I was just going to tell him to get fucked because it's like, oh, yeah. you know, you think I'm a cheap whore? What is this? He salts you in the bean aisle. Now he's looking uh, now at your nuts. The, now at the, in the peanuts. <laughs> Dude, these sales guys are getting fucking ruthless. They're, they're, well, you know, and I felt, so, I felt so bad for him, you know. So, so anyway, he hands me this piece of paper and I start to read it. And so, I, you know, I said, well, uh, so I see him take off and he goes in this little red Suzuki Samurai, you know, you remember those? <laughs> and he just looks like he he just had his head on the string well, like he was going to cry. Poor guy. I thought, "Oh god, all right. So I'm I'm sorry, you know, I just I'm soft-hearted." And 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 he gave me this. He said, "Hello friends. Do you have a bad bout of liquid stool after eating convenience store sushi?" <laughs> Are you experiencing a flow of hot lava from your posterior after eating ghost peppers? <laughs> Is there liquid flowing from your lowest orifice like the Boise River on spring's first warm day? Is your anus crying out for mercy after repeated wiping? Or... Is your bum bummed out from reckless use of Dr. Merkin's, Merkin's patented number nine formula? Oh. Injudicious use, I would imagine. So, 
relax, there's help on the way. If you are afraid to get too far from the lavatory, send a kindred spirit for a bottle of Dr. Merkin's patented fast-acting liquid epoxy, liquid epoxy, easy for me to say, uh, liquid epoxy formula number 10. Of course, if you are feeling confident, you can go yourself. Dr. Merkin's fast-acting liquid epoxy formula number 10 tastes of mint and menthol to soothe those now delicate nether tissues. That's Dr. Merkins, spelled M-E-R-K-I-N-S, available at the finest apothecaries. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what this is about, but I, I kind of suspect that something went sideways, kind of like, you know, uh, Pfizer's not a vaccine, that all of a sudden people were getting really sick from having too many of them, and and I think they're trying to, I don't know if it's a cover-up, but I felt bad for the guy, so. I'm going to be honest, man. They At least they found out the problem within two weeks, and. They yeah. found out the problem, they, but this guy just looked, uh, he looked pretty haggard. Have was, we found, have you found out what his name is yet? Have you, he's, he's he, you guys are all, you should be, you're like best friends having a barbecue like relationship. Well, now, I know. Right? And, and, and you no think, time. and, and you'd think, uh, that he would say, but he just hands me this piece of paper and, and bounces. Now I was kind of hoping that there'd be some, some sort of, uh, remuneration for this, some sort of, you know, because I, you know, like I said, we're not Rogan, but we've got all this. We've got all these listeners, and I mean, there's got to be some sales because hopefully they didn't get turned inside out from <laughs> from formula number nine. Hey, but, it sounds like number ten will spackle them shut. Yeah, just, <laughs> so oh, anyway, God, took um, number nine and got the raspberry going on down there. <laughs> Yuck. So anyway, at least this guy is you know instead of just popping up to me and and scaring me at at some random place, he could at least send us a email at. Time for another podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And, and uh, you know, we can work out some sort of terms, but, you know, I don't know. It's strange. You know what I think we need to get? We need to get some merch, and one of our merch things needs to be, Dan, you have a secret message for people. Just like, what was it? Be sure to drink your Ovaltines, kids. <laughs> Annie Oakley's going to have a message for yeah, you. Dan's decoder ring. You know, well, you get the decoder ring, and they can get the message from you, and you're just like, I love it. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> so so this is, this guy's kind of inspired me. I think I just need, just need to go up to random people with a piece of paper and say, here, read this. Read this. I mean, it's true. It's not a bad know. idea. Ask me about my podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, dude. T-shirts. I'm just saying. Doctor Merkin's on the front. Ask me about my podcast on the back. It would be a winner. I love it. Poor guy. He's just a mess. Yeah. Can't figure out nothing. We can never figure out anything. We're Speaking of not figuring shit out, all the shit going on with Steven Crowder right now is pretty interesting, isn't it? Mm. I'm kind of out of that loop. So tell me what's going on. <laughs> so. He announced last Tuesday. I think it was last Tuesday, yeah. That he's getting a divorce. He and his wife of ten years, I believe. They have twin son and daughter that are I think a couple only years two old. Two or three. They're young. And they're splitting up. And it's been pretty hush hush, except for a video got released from a ring camera that they had on their patio. And Crowder is going off on his wife. And tells her that she's not doing her wifely duties, which sounds bad if you're not of a religious background. And he is. And Mm -hmm. if you sign up for somebody from a religious background, wifely duties is not a bad word. Well, now, just hold on a dollar a minute. What's his religious background? Christian of some sort. Okay. Wifely duties sounds like she's not putting out enough. No, I wouldn't read it like that. Oh. See, that's kind of wifely duties, you know. See, wifely duties, I, week, you know? I, I heard that, and I assumed, you know. I kind of took it as he is the breadwinner. She's the, you stay at home with the kids. Yeah, that's that's I how I looked at I it. I want dinner on the table at 5 p.m. Yeah. I don't want to hear you fucking bitch and complain. Which is old school. I mean, it really it's is. Very that's old that's how it used to be. But then he pops off to his, what, eight or nine month pregnant wife and says, uh, I don't love you. <laughs> and it gets ugly. Yeah. And everybody's just kind of like, holy shit. Which I saw the video and I was like, wow, dude, that's some mean shit to say. But in the same context, fighting with a spouse is a different level of fighting. Yeah. And especially if you're going to fight somebody like him. Yeah. Like he's a fucking nightmare to be in an argument with. I mean, he 
He sits down at college campuses and picks fights with college kids and argues them under the table. Yeah, just listen, just watching a noble thing, mind, by the way. I mean, the change of my minds are fucking fantastic. I love oh, watching yeah. them, and I like Steven Crowder. I, I got no beef with oh, him. Me neither. But I think uh, I think he done fucked up, and now his old sidekick Dave Landau, chair two, who is awesome, chair three, mm. well. who is awesome, <laughs> he. Did an interview with uh, Michael Malice, and it was really interesting. He it, he basically broke down the fact that, and it is Steven Crowder's show. Like, okay, it's your show, but he wants to micromanage every part of everybody's life and tries to. Uh, he he got upset by the Daily Wire, saying that they were trying to push an unfair contract, and he was doing the same thing to people that worked for him. And wanted NDAs. He had a, a light to shut Dave up so he wouldn't talk and wouldn't let him do this, wouldn't let him do that. He just, he kind of sounds like a crazy piece of shit. I think the one that really kind of threw me after listening to the interview was when they said, you're required to be here every Friday. And I get that they yeah. did they did a whatever exclusive on Fridays, but I got very used to the Crowder show be in Monday through Thursday. Oh yeah. And I didn't expect anything on Friday, but they were like, he was here at seven a. You had to be here at seven a.m. on Fridays. And then he was like, after the first three weeks of me doing that Crowder never showed up. So I quit coming. Oh yeah. And well, then they wait, quit wait, 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 hold on. As president of this podcast, don't you do the same thing to us? Well, yeah. I expect like, you guys... bring your asses here on Wednesday? Or else we're not going to get paid. I expect yeah. you guys to be here on Wednesdays. I'm do just do we get a raise, by the way? <laughs> your raise is my pleasant, sir. <laughs> you get to hang out with me. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. But that's... Yeah, but he just he just came off as a real piece of shit. And the... the You have to be here every... Can, it was some some it was worded really it's always lawyer talk which is always insane to me and I hate lawyer yeah. talk but it was like every third Friday you have to be here or it was like every Friday except for the third Friday of the month type of thing and it was like dude we're in Texas my children and like my kid and his family his whole everybody, family everybody is he knows so what do you do is he'd leave on Fridays, like Friday mornings, to fly to Detroit or go on tour or go do something. But he had to be back in time for Monday's show. Yeah. So basically they were taking his weekends away from his kid. And his job. He's, and a, he's a stand-up comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. And I'm not saying he probably wasn't paid very handsomely by the Crowder crew, but... But still. Well, you know, it's that's pretty special telling a eight-month pregnant woman that you don't love her anymore. That's fucked. That's, that's pretty damn special. That's that's Jack. The other thing I thought was really weird too is Landau's still with the Blaze. Yeah, I which, thought that was cool too. I was like, dude, you're with the Blaze. You're doing kind of the same thing. Yeah, which the Blaze is the one that Crowder bailed out on. Oh yeah. So that's why I'm like, huh? There might have been some bad. And I mean, even the dudes in this interview were talking about the Blaze. They were like, dude, we know everybody who works there. We know the guys who own it, and they're oh, all yeah. really good, solid dudes. And I mean, you never know somebody until you, like, physically meet them or, oh, yeah. you know, you can't say anything because you don't know everybody's sides, especially, I mean, dude, the non-podcast sign of Daniel, what a fucking train wreck. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. <laughs> say what now? <laughs> Nothing. But, but I, I just, I don't understand. If, if you don't want to be with somebody and you're going to treat somebody like that, like, yeah, you have every right to bail. Like, you have every right to leave. If you're going to treat your significant other like that, fuck off, bro. I just... Yeah, but, you I know... I think it's... them dropping that up, that ring camera video was a bad call. They yeah. I do, too. Especially if everything's sealed, man. You don't fucking throw your caution in the wind with the courts, especially in sealed documents. It doesn't matter if you got one person who's a huge celebrity and the other person isn't. Oh, and... yeah. You're getting bad mouth because the huge celebrity said something. It's uh, yeah, dude, that didn't help. That hurt. Oh yeah. But you know that that thing about Samson in the Bible, you know, where he had his strength as long as he didn't cut his hair or beard, and and they Bitch so Delilah. they they did that, and they cut his hair and beard, and he asked God for one more, just his strength back for a little minute, and he pushed the temper pillow, temple, damn it, temple pillars down around him and everybody in there and killed them all 
I think maybe that's what this this wife's family did because, you know, it's like, yeah, we'll lose the case, but we'll ruin this guy. I don't know if oh, she'll, yeah. they'll ruin him or not, but um, I would say that after this, his name is going to give off a stench. I, I got on Facebook and was digging and reading on his Facebook page, you know, who's posting what. And they always post stories and, and different shit on there. And I was reading the comments. And for the first two days, it was just people going off about what he did and how he acted with his wife. It's already died down. It's already stopped. Two days. And it's been no time at Which all. Which is so weird to me, too, is because you know what? Like, normally if something like that happens, you want to be the first one to come out and explain yourself. Yeah. And I, honest to God, I mean, it sounds horrible, but... He probably did the right thing and just didn't say a fucking word. Oh, yeah. Just oh, kept yeah. his mouth shut and, and just I've, pretended I've like it wasn't there. He hasn't said a word about he Dave. He hasn't said word. a word about anything. Just shut his mouth. I'm sure Dave got a fucking earful in oh, text yeah. messages or phone calls or emails or something. I guarantee it. And I think he's smart by just shutting his mouth, too. It's, well, it's, And I think he got he got tired of every Because, dude, Dave Landau was a big fucking draw. He was awesome on that show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he came out and said what he said. Like, I've got thousands of people asking me, ugh, thousands of people asking me all the time, what's going on? Why aren't you here? Why aren't you coming back? Where are you? And he just finally said, well, fuck it. Here's why. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you listen to the interview, he was very careful with what he said. Oh, yeah. He was very intelligent with how he said it. Yep. And he did, even though he was throwing dirt, he wasn't attacking. He wasn't bad mouthing, and and at the end he said, you know, I still I love those guys. They're great, but you mm-hmm. know, it just it is what it is. It didn't work out. Yeah, and and I think he, even though he told tales, he he didn't do it in a malicious way, which I thought was pretty big of him to be yeah. honest. Well, you know, people that, and and just what I've seen of Crowder, it's just been little bits on YouTube and yeah. here and there. Um, people like that. When you have the whole world telling you you're great and maybe you've got a bit of an ego issue anyway, um, I think eventually it goes to your head. Oh, and yeah. having dealt with showbiz types, they're they're a bunch of assholes and they're hard to get along with. And oh, yeah. uh, and I, I think he's probably not immune to that, liberal, conservative, or or purple. Who knows? Oh, yeah. You know? Well, you, you know, and after before I had heard this interview because I didn't find out about this thing that he'd done until you text me about it. Yeah, and like I was sitting there and I was waiting because I heard that he wanted to come back on Crowder. I heard it and I was like, "Fuck, I'm so excited! I'm so excited for that day for him to be." Because I mean, the old school Crowder oh, before yeah. they got big, he'd be like, they'd roll in and go, and the fastest guy on his feet sitting in third chair. Oh yeah. Dave, and he'd say his name and he'd go, "Ahoy, hoy!" And you went, "Fuck yeah! It's gonna oh, be yeah. a good episode." No, it's a bummer. You know why he says ahoy? Mm-mm. So this harkens back to the days where he was on Bob and Tom quite a bit. And when they first invented the telephone, Alexander Graham Bell wanted people to say ahoy when they answered the telephone, <laughs> not hello. And that's he, right. He was trying to bring it back. He was trying to like really bring ahoy back. Wow. <laughs> Which would be awesome. Ahoy, thank you for calling time for another. This is Jared. How can I help you? <laughs> you know, we need to figure out our own thing we want to bring back. Our own thing? Our, some some bizarre thing from the past that we want to resurrect. Dude, I had something, and I can't remember. What the fuck was it? Was it outhouses? No, Pantaloons? No, why would you ever want to bring those back, Daniel? I like running water. I like yeah. flushable water. I like sewage. Toilets are pretty great. Yeah, I need you to retract that statement. Yeah, retract. No, no I, want, I want an outhouse in your backyard. You can have an outhouse in your backyard. <laughs> Honestly, there's still a fucking hole back there. You can just slap a shell. No, on no, top that of it. hole's fixed now. Oh, well, your opportunity missed, sir. Yeah, I, I should have crapped in that hole. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that, that, that is you just asserting your dominance on those workers if you shit in that hole where they got to get down in there and finish working. Oh, looks like my dog I don't have took a big fat shit in there. He eats yeah, corn. But, <laughs> dude, I just like to just Dan hanging onto a rope, just sitting there leaning back, and he just, that turd is that one, it's that one fucking turd that just won't cut itself where it's just <laughs> wiggling his ass it's come wiggling on. around back come there. on get off me just swinging <laughs> on that rope like tarzan trying to get it up you know but the, uh, you know i i'd have played that dog thing but dogs don't use toilet paper 
My dog does. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, right? You got it, one it, of them fancy dogs. It, it's, it's her own fur, though. Dude, that's that's like that jackass in the foothills years ago oh. that took that grumpy <laughs> dump out on the trail and then lit the toilet paper on fire because he didn't want to litter. That like, was a truly grumpy dump. Shit, dude. You, you take toilet paper and you get it wet for more than three seconds and that stuff disintegrates. Yeah. He, uh, I guess they just like, I think it was last year they said they finally finished the lawsuit with that and he ended up, he owes like $6.9 million because that thing lit the foothills oh, on yeah. fire. Well, that's like uh, 4th of July a few years ago when that those kids were launching mortars mm-hmm. and the mortar fell over and just oh, blasted yeah. fire into the hills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I That's, remember coming to work, and all you could see was, like, table rock and fire all around it. Like, dude, I oh, remember fire that. and the cross is still lit up. That's kind of cryptic. I speaking, remember that. Speaking of mortars, it's, uh, it's, it's almost May time, now. It's guys. I know. It's May. We need to... Um, all right, never mind that, because that involves... Never mind. Well, we're going to go up to my cabin in Oregon and shoot them off. Are we allowed to? Did you ask your brother? Shit. Dude, that had me <laughs> I think we pissed. should set some off in Portland. I, I was so goddamn mad oh, when I read that comment. I was like, you piece of shit. Uh, like, you don't have any I fucking deal what was going on. He had no fucking clue. So, Dan, I don't know if you got to see it. but No, I did not. So, what was it? Was it that Saturday episode we did? Or I think so. It was one of the episodes where we were talking about... We were talking about T.A. Butt Filler. Yeah, T.A. Butt Filler and getting <laughs> abused by Zach's dog sexually oh yeah well and we we got always a, a popular we, topic we were at we, the cabin and we got a picture of it because penny but, was just humping the shit out of dj we had talked about it and then it the next up day it popped a up memory on facebook and it cracked me up so i was like i was like fuck i gotta share this so i shared it and i said hey we were just talking about this the other day oh i saw that picture i couldn't figure it out yeah so now it makes that sense. was yeah, that yeah, was yeah. at brent's family's cabin yeah and me and brent and zach and tj I think that was it. Yeah, we we all go up there. We're just having a dudes weekend. We were doing like, a having, dudes, having a good time. We did a dudes weekend because my girlfriend at the time was the one that was hitting TJ up on Tinder. Oh, that's right. So when we were in the process of moving out, I said I need a dudes weekend. So we all just fucking piled in the truck and drove. Oh yeah, up. and the. I think the snow was oh shit, shit. Three it was foot shitty, dude. Deep and the carpet was all wet downstairs, yep. <laughs> and it was just a nightmare because I mean it was the beginning of April when it happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it was just it it was an awesome dude trip, and I we all said we're gonna do this again next year. Guess what? We didn't we do it again, again next <laughs> year because we, yeah, we were just whatever. It. But he posts this picture. And we go, we were just talking about this. And, of course, my idiot brother has to chime in. Yeah, what the F is this? That's our cabin. Yeah, like, we were like. Well, that was eight years ago when you were hanging out at Cottonwood. Yeah, and we all just, <laughs> I think it was he posted that and then looked at it and went, oh, that says eight years ago. Yeah, and he goes, wait, never mind. Yeah. And I want to go like, really, dude? Like, come on. You think I just broke in there and had the dog hump TJ took a picture and left? Which is so funny. I'm in the background of that picture standing at the sink. He's an idiot. Yes, I know. Well, you know. I'm staying out of it. You can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. That's right. And you're stuck with a winner. The best around. Oh, it pissed me off. Dude, that thing. I don't know why it had me so hot. That pissed me (laughs) off. I was was just like, bro, why do you care? Like. We're the good ones. You're the shithead. If anybody should be concerned about anybody doing something, it's us concerned about you doing something stupid. I mean, I'm just waiting for him. Apparently, the state of Idaho is just too much for him anymore. Yeah. And I can't wait to see how that works out. They're, for they're, they're ready to move away and move to Oregon. Oregon, I think. Perfect. Which I'm just like, you know what? Go for it, man. Because if that's where you guys... I don't think you can pick the foundation of that house up and take it with you, so... You can try. I mean, you can try your damnedest. Which I would not be even a bit surprised if they were like, Oh, we're going to dig the foundation out and just haul it over there. <laughs> like, what? I don't think that works. It's that no way. big deal, right? Can you pay for this, Mom? It'll be fine. They're just going to take the house and they're going to cut it in half. It's going to be like one of those other transfer homes. <laughs> oh, man. No, they'll probably sell their house. Wink. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure somehow it's theirs. <laughs> I, oh. Oh, well. Uh, that is, I'm, dude, that just breaks. That That's just, that's just like, 
getting a bucket of ice water thrown on you. <laughs> that shit just breaks my heart to think that that, that that's exactly how they think, too. That's uh-huh. what's so insane. And it's it's not like, hey, we're lucky and we got blessed and, like, it's awesome that my family can help us out. Like, yeah. that's killer. Yeah. And that is killer. That's awesome. It is. Like, if, if you could buy the house across the street and one of your kids could live there, that'd be dope. But, was, that'd be so cool. I was pretty sure when I moved in here, Dan was pissed because the house was for sale and I got it before his kids could. <laughs> no, actually, I was, I, I, was, I was doing good to get him up here because it was expensive. Oh, yeah. But it's just one of those deals where, like, I don't know. He's just dumb. You just got to pay for the good he you dumb. got, bud. And he acts so entitled. That's he, the part that drives me nuts. Like, I'd get it if he was out there just grinding every day. So, uh, I wonder, does he listen to the podcast? No, no he's too stupid. Okay, never mind. I think I, I think he's too stupid. I don't know, man. And if he does, Trevor, I love you as a brother, but you're a fucking idiot. I love you too, but you're dumb. And I, <laughs> well, I've, I want, I've met him several times, but I don't want to say how. And, and you know, if he doesn't like it, he can probably send us an email at time for another podcast at gmail dot com. I Thank heard you. through a little bird that you've seen his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, I I was a nurse. Let's just leave it at that. And funny story, my brother's words at Halloween in front of his knife. children. Knife. Not thrilling, but nice. Very nice. Legitimately, <laughs> apparently the story goes, it was Halloween and Trevor had his kids and was walking over there. Knocked on the door and saw him and his exact words were, you've seen my dick. Like a gentleman. And I went, nailed it. You know what? Not like, hey, didn't you work at the place that tested drug? Nah, 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 nah. You've no, no, no. You've seen my penis. And well, yeah, and, you know, the, the thing is, I hated that fucking job. I hated it with a passion. <laughs> Which, I, I, You know, I never wanted to work because I'm as lazy as everybody else, but... I just hated that job. I just said, God. Dude, and you know, that's the one thing that I think I even said it a couple weeks, or what was it, a month ago when we were moving that big barbecue bullshit at my folks' place? Yeah. Where he said, he said it again. And I just looked him right in the eye and I said, Trevor, he worked there for like two years, man. And guess what? Your face, he doesn't remember it. Yeah. He doesn't remember your dick. So stop talking about it. Just I say, mean, it'd be one thing hey, if you unfurled your penis and it hit the floor and you had to drape it over your shoulder I mean, to that control is one of those it. I'd remember that. I would remember that too. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, if you're you're, <laughs> but you know, I, you're I, rocking a tape measure below the belt, bro. Like, you know, the, the thing is, is it it didn't bother me because after all those years and working in mental health, there's nothing left. I, I have nothing. But I felt bad for your parents. Well, the thing is, though, at least at least with that job, you knew you were going to see a penis. I did. Like, with your other job, you never knew. Hey, someday it might be a penis. Someday it might be somebody painting <laughs> their shit in the walls. <laughs> there was the hell. <laughs> somebody shit in the Rolling the dice every day. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, boy, I don't miss that at all. Good Lord. I don't Dude, miss that. How, how many buckets of crazy do you really got to be to be able to, like, one of my favorite... I'm going to shit in my hand and throw it at the wall. One of my quick. favorite stories... My my ex wife uh, had these friends, and her friend's husband was becoming a nurse, and he was doing rounds and and doing training and shit at a uh, nursing home. Ah! Uh, and there was this little old lady in the nursing home that was just a fucking firecracker. I mean, nice. just hell on wheels, you know. Nice. So he goes in there one day to check on her and and you know doing his rounds, making sure she's good to go. Walks in there and she had loaded her diaper. With just the grumpiest dump. And Dude, old people, fluids smell awful and they're never solid. And he goes in there and. Wait, wait, wait. Young people's flu- uh, excretions do not smell good either. Nobody's shit smells good. Well, please proceed. I'm correct. sorry. Anyway, Grandma Death is sitting in her bed and she starts flicking these malt balls at him. Oh, and he's just oh. like, what are you doing? You know, and then he realizes they weren't malt balls. She had dug in her diaper, pulled out shit, shit, rolled it into little balls and set them up all down the rail on her bed and was flicking little turd balls at him. Nice. I have another story similar to that. When I was going through nursing school, I had a job, but this, uh, this is a, a, I could go on tangents on this because 
I worked for the same people from my first nursing job to my last nursing job. And but that's Wait, a, that's really? a just weird karma thing. Anyway, so wow. well, it's it's a long story, but the last nursing job was mental health. So anyway, I, I'm in there one day and they I I thought I was off, you know, and they called me and they begged and pleaded for me to come in. I said, I, I'm hungover because I was drinking red wine the night before and it was brutal. And they, we really need wine. somebody, you know, they gave me this whole guilt trip thing, these old people, blah, blah, blah. So I go in and I, I go in and there's poor old guy was standing by the side of his bed. And th- this was like a lot of dementia people. And, and, and I'm, just hung over red wine hangovers are brutal by the way and, huh. and this is a true story not some uh you know not some dr Merkins thing and and I, i'm standing there trying to deal with this guy and he reaches back into his diaper pulls out uh a cup of shit and puts it in his mouth oh 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 and no no and, no. Emotional no. damage. <laughs> and and let me tell you something. I threw up on my shoes. There was no warning. Here it comes. That shitty there was no warning. Huh? There was no warning. <laughs> Get out of the way. I threw up all over the damn place. It was a life changing experience. Oh, like, oh. After you've experienced something like that, there's not much left. Dude. So somebody yeah. says, and I've Trevor seen... wants you to remember his dick. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like, come on, fuck you. And that's just that's just one. God damn. <laughs> I feel broken after that. God damn. Oh, man. you have no idea how broken I felt. I just sit, stood there and retched and retched it's and retched. Like, the way you describe it, I'm red red wine hungover, and here I come charging into work. I just feel like shit, and I got fucking purple all over my lips because, you know, <laughs> I obviously didn't brush my teeth because you guys call me back into work, you dicks. <laughs> March in there, and you're just like, first that, case of the so day. God. <laughs> first case of the day, and you're just like, what's this, what's this guy eating? Oh, <laughs> No, no, there was no, oh, there was just like, up it came. There, there was no warning. There was no lookout shoes. You just walk you right vomited there. like a child. Oh, well, I don't know what's happening. I can't. Help me. It's like you took a bunch of, what is it, Epicac? Help. So if anybody ever asked me if I miss nursing or any of that shit, the answer is simply not so much. You know, and that's what's so <laughs> wild to me is, you know, there's like specific places around town where I go in and I see people regularly where, you know, they cycle through nurses like you wouldn't like the nursing like job is insane because they will cycle through nurses like crazy. I'm pretty sure I am the most tenured person at one of my <laughs> stops because I've been going there every day for like six years. Nice. Nurses, yeah. nurses. um I, I managed to work for the county of Riverside in California. Uh, anyway, I, I managed to work for that because I meant I switched jobs and I worked in the psych ER for like seven years and I had an administrative job and I had another administrative job and that's how I lasted 20 years. But good God, by the time I was done, I, I had a long beard and my hair was down to here. Yep. And I was, you know, I, I saw it was interesting. I, I saw one of my old nursing instructors. And at first, she didn't recognize me. <laughs> and she said, oh, oh, it's you. Uh, uh, she said, how are you doing? I said, okay. I, she said, well, uh, you know, she asked me about my career. I said, yeah, I worked in mental health for about 28 years now. <laughs> Did she oh. just hold you? <laughs> she said, oh, most people don't last that long. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I I look like a at least a semi-sane person, but I was, you know, sometimes doing that, you kind of get out there. And and I'll tell you another funny story. Uh, while I'm, you know, half liquored up and on a roll, in the state of California. What well, I'm just giving you the Rufio, bro. I Ru- thought you were jerking Ru- off Ru- over Ru- there. <laughs> hey, keep talking about shit. I'm not done yet. Is he jerking off over there? Don't worry about it. Okay, all right. Carry I'll on. Get you, you give me. Yeah, double dutch rudder. Keep, keep jerking that gherkin. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, in the state of California, and I looked up because when I worked for the state of California in a like was basically a prison for the mentally ill, and and they actually in the 1930s they had a law that if you worked in one of those places for over, I think it was eight years, you lost your right to vote. 
Wait, oh what? shit! No shit, and that was well, an actual law. I I I've said this about a friend of ours. If you're around crazy, you can catch crazy. Uh, true. And and it sounds weird, but like if you're around that kind of environment where people are just out there all the time, like you kind of fall into their cycle and you start riding their wave, and it gets bizarre, man. Well, uh, uh, the last. The last uh, thing where I was actually in a hospital setting with the mentally ill, I had an advantage because no matter how crazy they came in, but they came in crazy and violent, and you could really seriously get your ass kicked. I only dealt with them for a little while. Yeah. Uh, when I dealt with the like the in the prison situation with their mentally ill, you saw those sorry fuckers every fucking day for. I, I could I two years I was like I I was. Uh, I don't want to talk about how bad Damn. I got. Yeah, but memorized uh, footprints or like so remember footsteps if I remember right was one of the yeah I, I, because it was all these tight you know it looked like a, an old uh, an old school mental institution you know it's like the pale green and the tan you know you the know walls. one flew over the cuckoo's nest it's that yeah kind of shit. and and it was like these tiled um, tile over concrete and I realized as I was starting to get crazier and crazier that I actually knew. I, I knew whose footsteps it was for like 50 people. So I knew who Dude. was coming behind me and I didn't even know. Damn. And, uh, which I, I don't miss that. You know, I you know, when, in the hospital setting though, that's not that crazy is cause I know people's footprints at places I go to. And no. it's like, I'll be tucked back into a, into one of the supply rooms and I have the door kicked open and I can hear footprints walk by, and I know who it is. I know which nurse it is. I know what administrator it is. I know, and it's only on a couple of them. It's just because they step heavier, or they always wear the same shoes, or something crazy like that. But it's just like I can hear it, and I immediately know who it is. It, it's pretty cool to be able to talk about this now, because at one time, if I'd have talked about it, I'd have had nightmares. Uh, well, you can't go to a therapist and drink, Dan. That's why you come to us. That's why I'm here. That's, that's what why, I'm saying. I, I, maybe that's why these Dr. Merkitz people searched me out. Because <laughs> they said, this guy looks crazy, man. You know. I like, I like to imagine he's just, it's a ghost following you yeah, around, he, man. He, he said, this guy looks sympathetic. He's put up with crazy shit. He's that's, broken. Let's talk to him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm He'll understand. Lot, his mustache is clean. His mustache isn't so clean this time. He's looking a little bit more disheveled because that's his crazy side coming out, bud. <laughs> So, Were you sent here by the devil? No, good sir. I'm on the level. That's right. Well, I think that's about it for tonight. What do you think, boys? I think we should wrap this up. I think I agree. I think we've abused the audience long enough. I guess. I was looking at it like 30 minutes going, fuck, man. We can't stop now. We got to keep going. No, I'm like, fuck, we got to stop, man. How, how long have we been that? 57. 57? Oh, an hour and seven. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Look at right. we did it. All right, everybody. Have an awesome day. Enjoy it. We'll see you Come next time. See ya. Goodbye, motherfucker.